Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, November 11th, Veterans Day. Scott, I just took a peek in the green room, and we've got a lot of people here tonight. Yeah, there's a, a lot of folks in the green room. We're missing Jerry, though. I'm not sure where Jerry's at. <laughs> we got everybody else, but we're missing Jerry. Uh, big show for you tonight coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio uh, 2.0. Miller Race Car Studio 2.0. Uh, it's Hammerdown Race Report presented by Oakshade Raceway coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure to uh, like us on uh, Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube as well. And of course, you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform on demand, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, you can also check out HammerdownRacingReport.com if you didn't catch all that information. On the show tonight, we have a, a big show for you tonight featuring the Flat Rock Speedway champions for 2021. All 30 of them. All 30. <laughs> we got uh, four of them live, and uh, we talked to Eric Lee last night, the uh, late model champion. So we'll get to the Eric Lee uh, interview. A little, he's a pre-recorded. A little, little bit later on tonight. Uh, also, your chance to win a Big D's pizza for uh, tonight's How Many. Uh, we're going to talk about Chinese tires, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, well, it's, could could be a game changer. It we'll find out. Yeah, show number two hundred and five. Oh, don't forget to uh, vote for us daily. I forgot yesterday. I did Every not vote day. for us. Uh, set a little reminder on your phone and uh, make sure to vote for us on uh, Toledo City Papers Best of Toledo. We are nominated for uh, that once again. Third time we've been uh, nominated. We haven't won yet. But we're one of the uh, six Let's finalists. Let's correct so. that this year, folks. So, yeah, just uh, hit up our Facebook page, and uh, then you can – we got a pinned post at the top there. Click on that. It'll take you right to the media page. It's, scroll in, on it's down. in the Toledo City paper, but you don't need to live in Toledo. As a matter of fact, you don't need to live in the United States. We've got a lot of listeners in Australia. We, we've got a few in Canada. Um, vote for us, please. Yeah, it's uh, pretty easy. All you need is an email address, and you can opt out of uh, anything that, that gets sent. So uh, if you want to see how to do it, we'll walk you through it real quick here. How's that? Do we got time to do that? Sure. All right. We've just got a half a dozen people in the green room. Yeah, I know. And it's not sharing. There we go. Okay. So here's uh, all you need to do. If uh, you go to – I'm kind of taking you the long way around here. Because if you go to the Hammerdown Racing Report uh, Facebook page. It takes you pin, straight there. Pinned link takes you straight there. But in case you just happen to type in uh, ToledoCityPaper.com, you can uh, click on this little guy here. Uh, or it says Best, Best of, of Toledo. Toledo. It takes you to this page here. And then uh, you got to wait for the stuff to load. Click on the media. And then that's going to load all the media categories. And, of course, we need to uh, uh, nominate or recognize recognize uh, ryan weekman vote for him 
official uh, Hammerdown Racing Report meteorologist. And apparently I haven't voted on this computer yet today because it's let me vote. And then uh, there you go. Local podcasts. We're up against Girls Girls Podcast. I have no idea what that is. We're probably the exact opposite of that. 419 Grind, kind of a, a uh, more Toledo less, less specific uh, deal. We got another sports one here, 50 yard, 50 yard line show, the bright spot. Not sure what that is, and no idea what Queen Sylvie show is. So uh, hit that little vote button next to uh, Hammer Down Racing Report, and boom, just like that, you're done. You have voted. I have voted. And then tomorrow, Did any of that tomorrow go? do it again. Did that actually go? Could you see what I was doing? Okay. I think you could. Yeah. So, there you go. Make sure to do that once a day until December 15th. You guys nominated us, so we're going to bug you to vote for us every day. Thanks to uh, Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race every Saturday night, uh, except for when it's not race season and it's going to snow. Like I think it is this weekend. Yeah, well. Uh, make sure to follow them on uh, social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. The rewards banquet's coming up Saturday, December 4th. To get your tickets, uh, 30 bucks. Uh, you got to get them by November 28th. Also, shout out to Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde, Ohio. Uh, give them a call. Order pizza right now, 419-547-1444. You can order online as well, orderbigdspizza.com. Big on taste, not on price. Uh, November, uh, The November pizza of the month is jalapeno popper pizza. Oh, buddy. Say that 10 times fast. Did you see the post that I put up on Facebook about um, special wipes? Dude wipes? Dude wipes. Yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, if, if you've got that. It reminded fo- me of Squatty Potty. Yeah, the Squatty. If you, if you know you, what that is? Huh. All right, no, this, we're not, this is the wrong yeah, show for fine. that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but th- that dude wipes is a real thing. I, I checked it out, and uh, if you've got uh, flaming butt syndrome, that's supposed to help. All right, maybe we can get them as a sponsor, too. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, We've waiting got a few flaming assholes around. <laughs> waiting in the way. Wait, are you calling that. our guests that? No, just a few others around here. Dennis Wisman Jr., Greg Stude, Bobby Stewart, Kyle. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this right this time. Meta Pentagon. Good hopefully, boy. Hopefully I got there. I've been working on it. Uh, they're uh, going to join us here momentarily. First, uh, it is Veterans Day. I think this is the first time we've been on during uh, Veterans Day, and uh, I reached out to our our pals over at Sandusky Speedway because they they. I mean, a lot of, I'm not saying they that do. nobody else does a good job of uh, uh, recognizing veterans, but uh, Chris Mize goes out of his way to do that, does a great job. So I figured, who better than to put together a little thing for veterans for us than Doug Doc and Chris Mize from Sandusky Speedway. I got a preview so, of that, and I think he made it through the whole little deal without a cigarette, Scott. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to watch for that. We'll, uh, we'll check that out. So uh, here they are. Hi, everybody. It's Oops. Doug Duck along with Chris Mize from Sandusky Speedway with a message to our veterans. How y'all doing out there? Like, guys, we start off every Facebook Live we do. Uh, we got two shows, and we thank the veterans and everybody along with it. Today's Veterans Day, and here at Sandusky Speedway, along with all the racers throughout the state that we know, wish you guys a happy Veterans Day. Uh, we we realize that without your service and your dedication to this country, that we wouldn't be able to do shows like what we do and what Scott does. And, you know, we appreciate everything you've done for us and, and the atrocities he's seen to protect our freedoms, Doug. And, and there's, you know, there's not enough gratitude that we can give you guys and, and not enough that we can show you, you know, for our appreciation. But, you know, thank you. And we we really hope you have a great day today. 
I mean, that's without you guys, we don't get to come on and be goofs. That's right. You know, <laughs> you right. know and, and once again, from Sandusky Speedway and from all the racers around the state, I, I truly believe I can speak on behalf of every single racer and, and almost all our fans. We appreciate it. We hope you have a great day. And God bless all you veterans. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Yeah, and he was smoking there. Yeah, he was. At the beginning. Yeah. I, I missed, well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just right. listened. Uh, also, a uh, shout-out to Freeze Frame Photos, Dippin' Motorsports, and Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, additional sponsors of the show. Let's bring in our uh, Flat Rack Speedway champions. Um, I think this will be the first time we've had this many people all at once. So there's Greg, there's Kyle, there's Dennis, and I, Bobby's, I think, there somewhere. Hey, it's crowded now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a little crowded. And I got a message from uh, Jerry, our other uh, co-host. He should be joining us soon as well. Uh, looks like uh, Bobby may be muted there. There, I see him now. Unmute. Uh, try to unmute your, yourself there, Bobby, and so we can uh, hear you. How about that? There we go. Now oh, we can yeah. Hear you. All right. Okay. All right. Let me get back here and get some light, man. I had to get some. Uh, I was having a hard time hearing you here. So let me see if I can get this thing going. I think I got it now. All right. It's this All technology right. stuff. It's race car guys. We, uh, we're not good we go. at here technology. Go, all right. <laughs> First, I want to say congratulations to all you guys, uh, track champions uh, for the 2021 season. Some of you, uh, first-time champions. Some of you, you're familiar with this. Um, I want to start out by uh, by asking uh, Dennis, uh, winner of the uh, figure eights for the second consecutive year. Well, yeah, I guess it would be because uh, you guys didn't race last year, did you? Nope. So, 2019 and 2021 champion, correct? Yes. All right. First uh, question for you, any hard hits this season? Not really. There was a... Uh... A lot of small bumping and banging, but there was really actually no big hits this uh, season for me. So how many times have you actually like done the math and figured out how many times you crisscrossed through that intersection during an entire season? An entire season? I know on a 20-lap figure eight, we go through there, what, 40 times? That would be the math, 40 times. But no, I have not done the math for our entire season. I, I, 40 times, I how many imagine. nights you do it, how, how many how, in the how heat many, race? How many nights do you run? There you go. That is true. I have to look at the schedule. I think it. <laughs> All right, we'll get sure. back to you on that. We'll get back to you on that that math question there. But needless to say, it's quite a few times, and and to not get hit at the intersection, that's a pretty good accomplishment. Yes. But uh, I, I I expect you have a little bit of experience there and uh, a little bit of leadership uh, with your father as well. Yeah, a lot of leadership with him. But yeah, yeah. Right. You like racing with your dad? Yeah, I really did, but uh, I'm kind of liking him by my side in the pits now. He's giving me a lot more, a lot more advice and uh, a lot more leadership and everything. I understand. Has senior retired? Ish. Retired ish, yeah. From maybe for Fly Rock and Toledo, but he's still doing his uh, outlaw racing out of state and everything. Okay, I, I was wondering there. Greg, you yeah. you you dabble in the uh, figure eights as well, do you not? Yeah, we ran uh, four times this year with Dennis and the boys. Uh, represented fairly well, but pretty much all street stock anymore. Any uh, any hard hits in the figure eights for you? No, no. I, I try to avoid those, especially as uh, now we're getting up there in age. <laughs> uh, 
Greg Stude, uh, of course, street stock champion uh, for 2021. Um, why, why, why the focus on the street stock as opposed to uh, figure eight? Because you don't go through the intersection. (laughs) (laughs) It's something different. You know, we ran uh, figure eight on and off for uh, mostly on for 16 years or so. So uh, just street stock was something different. And then uh, we might transfer. We started running a little bit more figure eight. We can get, you know, a little less street stock. Who knows? Uh, They have plans, but they change a lot. You ever get the urge to crank the wheel a little bit more and uh, take it through the uh, intersection? Forget what you're doing, maybe? No, no, because I know when I get to the dash right away, I turn right, and it's not going to go well. <laughs> All right. And uh, Bobby Stewart, uh, this was your, your first season? First season. Yeah, first, first season. season ever. In, in you, a race car. First season ever in a race car. All right. And you're the uh, the Street Stock B-Main <clears throat> champion for uh, 2021. That, that's what they said, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, uh, I still don't believe it, but, yeah, that's, 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 that's what they told me. So what, what got you into uh, racing at Flat Rock this year? Well, you know, I've always been a fan of racing, and, um, you know, I've been been to uh, Flat Rock, you know, over the years a few times, and um, just finally got that. I've always, always, it was always my dream to be able to drive a race car and definitely, you know, go down there and, and race at Flat Rock. It was just something I always wanted to do at Flat Rock, and uh, um, I finally got to a point in my life where I was able to make that decision and financially be able to go down there and give it a try, and... Uh, uh, sure enough, I, you know, I was able to get a car and um, had some really good people around me that knew what they were doing because I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And uh, I went down there and raced that thing and wound up winning a dang championship. <laughs> was it a flat rock car that you purchased? Yeah, it was an old car that had run there, you know, like, you know, a few years ago. So, I mean, it wasn't, it was, wasn't that great of a car. Um, Driver made it, the it difference. It had run there before. What's that? The, I say the driver must have made the difference. Uh, I don't know if it's the driver. I think it's the people I had around me. You know, it's like I said, some really good people that were, you know, good coaching me and 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 you know, told me how to help me set the thing up and give me a lot of a uh, lot of tips on how to get around there. Even even including the drivers at Flat Rock, they were they were all great to me. I tell you, they all helped me out and give me give me a lot of uh, a lot of pointers, and I just listened to them, which which is uncommon for. A man my age to listen to anybody. <laughs> well, and Flat Rock's always been a driver's track, so you know having having some help uh, has to has to have been a big deal. Oh, it was, it was a it was a big deal. Was, I mean, uh, I definitely wouldn't have won no championship without the people that I had surrounded me and helping me. You want to give a shout out to any of those folks? Oh heck yeah, uh, Brian Pelkey from Pelkey Racing. He was a coach. He coached me. He was there with me every 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 race. Uh, so, I mean, you know, he, you know, he coached me and then I had, uh, uh, Jim Frawling, I, you know, had a lot of help from him. Um, Grant Hedges, um, guy that helped me build the car, Kurt Ritchie. Um, I just, those guys were the, you know, the, uh, actually that was what made me successful down at Flat Rock. There's some heavy hitters in that group. <clears throat> yes. Yep. There were some really good guys there. Now, Kyle, you uh, you got the the enduro championship. You actually ended up in, in a tie, and uh, with with Nathan Nathan uh, Spratberry, Nathan was unable, unable to uh, join us tonight. So you get to represent the enduro champions, the enduro part of, of the deal tonight. Uh, your first title. How's uh, how's it feel to to earn a, a track championship at Flat Rock? It's good. I'm really happy for 
for just the season we had. And unfortunately, we only got three races in instead of four. But uh, man, it, it just felt good to you know put all that effort into having the car, you know, make 250 laps each race and 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 win one, come in second, and then had a little bit of an issue in that last race, which made it an exciting uh, event for us. But uh, you know, it just feels good to come out in front. Now, did you finish all uh, three races then? I did. Yep. Yep. Um, like I said, I finished second to my brother in the first race. Uh, so that was really cool. And then, uh, won the second race. And then, um, the, like I said, the third race, uh, the fuel cap was not on the, the fuel cell and, um, not, you know, the seat wasn't right. And so it was leaking fuel. So I lost about four or five laps. So I had to come back out on the track and drive as hard as I could. I knew I had to finish, you know, up front cause Nathan was running really well that day. So, um, made it exciting for sure. And what, what makes you want to do, uh, the enduro class as opposed to running, you know, one of the, the other regular weekly classes where you don't have to run 250 <laughs> laps each time. Uh, biggest bang for its buck, to be honest. I mean, we get 250 laps for, for one race on one set of tires versus, you know, the, the street mm-hmm. stocks get 20 laps, you know, for a set of <laughs> tires or, on the best night, they get a uh, hundred lap for the, for the A main. So just biggest bang for the buck. And honestly too, my, it's where my family's at. You know, we, we, we've been running in the series for, I think my dad started in 2001, uh, you know, after he got back into racing and then, uh, you know, just, it's, you know, something that we could afford to, to get two cars in with me and my brother running and having a ball in that series. And in the racing's great. I mean, where else do you see three, four wide at flat rock? Uh, it's, just, it's just a blast. I was noticing that Bobby is the only one. He's kind of the odd man out. He's the only one that uh, doesn't have a long family history of, of racing at, th- at the Rock. No, no history at all there. No, nope, I'm the I'm the lone I'm the lone ranger there. You know, <laughs> uh, Dennis, how how long has your family been at Flat Rock? Do you know? I do not know, but I know it went through my dad. My uncle David, where especially at Toledo with my uncle David. Right. My uncle John ran there a few times. It's been many years. I know that. I since my dad started racing. And there's been a eighteen or nineteen or eighteen, and he's fifty six now, fifty seven. Wow. And and I know there's wow. been a, a stewed racing for quite some time as well. <laughs> Oh yeah, all the way back to the mid '60s. Uh, primarily, my dad. I had uh, my uncle raced for a handful of years uh, in the '80s, and then I have a uh, family on my mom's side that also raced. Uh, Dave Miller, Jerry Miller, my uncle and cousins. So we've been a mainstay. I think my, I remember hearing my dad talk about Bob Stude racing. Oh uh, yeah, I, I remember watching him too. I was like, man, this guy must be a hundred. If I, my dad used to watch him, and I'm watching him. Be <laughs> <laughs> uh, 74 next week. <laughs> When did? How old was he when he wow. when he retired? I believe fifty one or fifty two. Okay. Right, right. So it's, yeah. it's been a few so. years then since he's been in a race car. Oh yeah, he's been out of it for a long time, and he has no desire to get back in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, how about your family? Well, my family comes from Mount Clemens area, so they they got their teeth in uh, Mount Clemens Speedway. Uh, so you know, I got I got many uncles that have raced, um, and then you know, obviously my father. Uh, started racing when he was 16 and uh he didn't come to flat rock until mount clemens shut down in the mid 80s and then uh took a time off ran a lot of go-kart stuff and then came back into flat rock like i said about early 2000s and that's where we've been running ever since that's where i've 
you know, run my whole life. So cool. Um, yeah. Dennis, uh, back to you here. Uh, what, uh, any, any night, uh, stand out, uh, from this past season is, uh, the most memorable for you? Um, opening night's always a good one to win. I've had two, three opening nights that I've won and this year's opening night was probably the most memorable because we did a lot of work to the car and, just like everything over the winter, putting everything together and hoping that your car is going to go out there and do good and everything. And that was a good night for us. So that was your, your first of your three wins of the season? Yeah. Yep. Yep. At Flywork, yes. I guess starting off that way would be, yeah, be kind pretty of, good. Kind of sets the tone for the season. Greg, uh, what about you? Uh, most memorable uh, night this past season? Ah, shoot. I don't know, Ron. When you started, when you got to about twenty years into your career, did you uh, do you remember races you win, or do you remember more of the ones you should have won? Yeah, well, what, what's this? The, the guests are interviewing the host. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I, I understand. You know, there, there's a couple of firsts. You know, um, the company that I was working for had me uh, over in the upstate New York area, and. Uh, the first race I won in a big block modified, that one was important. Um, the, the Barney Oldfield race at Oakshade, uh, that was a big deal race. But uh, yeah. any more, any win is a big deal. <laughs> now, but this season, we didn't have any real big standout wins. All our, we won four times, all were weekly shows. Uh, I think uh, last time I was on here after the 2019 season, I said I wasn't going to run for points, and Ron called me out. He was right. Showed up opening <laughs> night, won, and uh, we were there every week. So. That the hook was set. Typically yeah, happens that. Uh, oh wait, Jerry's here. How long have you been I'm there, Jerry? Here, just a minute. I didn't oh, want to okay. come in and mess up the screens if I hit the wrong button. So. Uh, no, you're all good. It was just I noticed a little <laughs> scroll bar here. I couldn't see in the green room, and I was like, wait a minute, somebody's down there. So, welcome, Jerry, our other uh, co-host here to the show, <laughs> coming in a Gentlemen. little bit late. Um, where were we? Uh, Bobby. Uh, yeah. What what, uh, what was your most uh, memorable night uh, this past season? Oh, man, I had a few of them, I can tell you that. But uh, I think, uh, well, of course, the, the, the last race of the season, that was that was pretty special, you know. I I, I really wanted to win, win and win the championship both that night, but I think I finished second. But um, that was pretty pretty good memory. But um, I guess the one that really stands out the most for me is when I got slammed into the wall um it was a pretty hard hit and i was kind of upset about it and i you know first time i've ever, ever been hit hit the wall and i uh, got pushed up there and um that was pretty memorable and i was able to just back up and i just figured the way i hit as, as hard as i hit that wall i was all done and uh and i knew that i needed to stay in the race to stay in the, in the points lead and i just put the thing back in gear and it took off and i kept on racing i think as a matter of fact i went around like passed a few cars and didn't know how bad the car was till I got it back home, really, and looked at it. And I had a, you know, the whole front end was messed up, uh, arm was all bent, and I said, "Man, that was a pretty, pretty lucky night." So, <laughs> tell us about open, opening night jitters. First, yeah, I was going to ask first, that too. First night in a race car. Were you nervous? Oh heck yeah, man! I went out that gate. I thought, <laughs> I was going, you know, I, I know Greg and those guys know. You know, that, it's tight up there, and you go out there and get on the track and. Uh, I thought, man, I know I'm going to hit them. I'm probably going to scrape the wall before I even get on the track, you know. And, uh, I got out there and got lined up, and I think I was probably third row back. And uh, and I said, man, I, I'm, 
I'm not real sure of what to do. <laughs> so you know, I just rode around there and, and uh, listened to the guy on the earpiece, and he said, green flag, you know, one laugh. I, I was nervous as you could be, man, that thing. <laughs> he's, you know, green, and I said, man, I think I think they all passed. I said, man, I think I got to get going, you know. So it was it – was, it was pretty, uh, pretty funny if you, you know, if you could have seen me inside the car. I was like, man, this, this is pretty crazy. But I tell you, my hats off to all those guys, man, the Greg Stutes and uh, the, the Wisemans and Pedigree, man, you guys, man, they're, they're good drivers. Those guys we're talking to in this group here, them guys can. My hats off to them. They, they can, they know how to get around Firehawk. So I guess you could say that it's different sitting in the grandstands and sitting in a race car. Oh yeah, yeah. anybody can yeah. do it, can't they? Yeah, let me tell you what. That, that's that's a big shocker. Them guys that think you can uh, sit up in the grandstands. Oh man, that ain't nothing. I could go do that. Let me tell you something. Get on down there and strap yourself in there and go out there and the mother cars around you, man. It, it it's a whole different uh, different side of racing, racing from the grandstands. I can tell you that. It's all easy from seven rows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, so, uh, your most memorable race, I'm assuming, <laughs> other than the gas cap issue, was uh, your your win. Yeah, I mean the, I mean finishing second to my brother, like within uh, you know half a lap was was pretty cool. But yeah, that win, that was awesome because I I caught the leader at about with about fifty to go, and uh, do they tell you they tell you how many laps are left to go? I mean, do you know where you're no, at? You just, you just got the pot the you know the scoreboard. Oh, that's right. You guys side, got the so, scoreboard there. That's yeah, right. we're fancy. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh once i you know i i you know 50 laps to go i i guess like i said, i caught the 20 car which was a uh, tadix new chick and once i caught him and, and just kind of rode behind and every time he left the bottom open i you know i kind of try to sneak under and, and i we ran for about 30 laps side by side or and we never touched each other and the tires were hot and the night was hot and the car's sliding but we never touched each other and i mean to have that good of racing on, on hot tires at that point of the race when you're just tired that was a lot of fun, and well, all and, respect and, to those guys over there. And, and Toddy's got a lot of experience there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing is, you know, I, you know, I've been racing. You know, I raced starting go karts and then went to the went right to the enduro series, and I've been doing that since 2012. And and just it felt good. You know, I'm getting to a point where I'm you know a veteran or whatever, but uh, still young, and it felt good to beat someone that has that much racing experience. I understand. All right, next uh, next question for all you guys, and we'll we'll start off uh, with you, Dennis. Uh, what are your plans for uh, next season? Be faster and win more races. That's it. <laughs> so you're gonna plan. going for the defending the uh, or going for another? I what your uh, how many how many championships do you have total now? Two, this just a two. Something. Okay, so you're going yep. for your third then. Yep, for a three P. Okay, no. No desire to, uh, you know, play in the street stocks uh, with Greg uh, more often, or. Well, Greg did let me get the first feel of a good street stock here this uh, season. He let me ran his other car just for practice. I kind of like that, but uh, I don't know. Probably just gonna stick to figure eight for right now. Okay. Family tradition. Motor City Madmen. Um, uh, Greg, what's uh, what's your plans for next year? Uh, well, I, I was thinking about trying to go back to figure eight and steal a few wins from Dennis. <laughs> next year, really. uh, but it, as of right now, like I said last time, we're not planning on running for points. Uh, we built a new street stock, the one Dennis was referring to. Uh, so we're going to run that a little bit more. It's something totally different. So uh, 
some different. You know, my dad's uh, 74 and he still likes to try stuff and and try to create create new ways to go fast. So we're going to try that in the street stock. And I plan on running a little more figure eight next year. Okay. But still uh, going for the points then, even though eh. a couple of years. Yeah. Eh. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say yes or no. If I went all see how the night, first maybe. two nights go. Yeah. yeah. Everybody on this screen probably knows the answer <laughs> <Yeah>. to that. <laughs> um, uh, Bobby, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's in the cards for you next year? Oh well, man, I'll go back and do it again. You know, I mean, uh, my goal is to go back and, not do as much points racing. I mean, if I do happen to, you know, get in the points lead and, you know, I just want to go back there and race and get more experience. And uh, my goal is to, is to get some wins. You know, I, I really didn't, you know, I, I got a few heat heat races, but I never got that, never got a real win, you know? So I'm, uh, I figured, I, I think I gave up three or four with stupid mistakes. I made, uh, you know, like spending myself out leading like four or five car lengths and, you know, trying to pass on the bottom and I should have passed on the top. So I made a lot of mistakes, learned a lot. So my goal is to go back and, uh, you know, race again and um, try and get some wins, you know, and get get to that victory lane. I want, you know, I want, to, I want to taste that first victory. You got the uh, the racing bug. It's definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. Big. I mean, I love it. I mean, you know, and they're, they're a great, great group of guys to race with out there, and uh, yeah. I really enjoy it. All right. Kyle, <laughs> what's, uh, what do you got on tap for next year? Well, uh, I got my first kid do in about two weeks so uh kind of up in the air i don't know uh hoping to race as much as i can uh probably do the enduros again uh but you know i I really am not on you know not sure uh what uh what it kind of looks like next summer i'll I'll probably focus a lot more on the uh the youtube stuff that we started this year with our our racing um and all that so i don't know uh a lot up in the air but probably will do the enduros again okay Cool. Um, you see Jerry's eyes light up when he said "I racing." Well, it's not just the the enduros. I'm excited about enduros because I, I have the opportunity to participate one down in Shady Bowl next year, and uh, we get, we got a couple of big ones coming up down there too. So I, I'm kind of looking forward to, to trying that out. Hmm. All right. Next question. Uh, this is a, for all you guys as well. And we asked Eric Lee this, and I'm not going to give away his answer uh, until later in the show. But uh, we put all you guys. All you, all you champions on equally prepared tricycles, one lap around uh, <coughs> Flat Rock Speedway, who's going to win? Dennis. I'll go first. It's not going to be me because I'm not making a lap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the stands and grab a beer and watch the race. That's probably the that, smart answer. That's why yeah. I think Dennis is going to win. He's probably the youngest and most in shape out of all of us. <laughs> I'd go with that. <laughs> He's just in agreement. What about you? What, what if we cut it to a half lap? I'm still out. <laughs> what do you say, Bobby? About, well, I don't know. I'll probably be pretty strong. I'll be pretty strong for a half lap. I don't know if I can make a full lap. I, I, give, I give a heck for that half lap now. How about figure eight tricycles? There we go. Dennis See, has that one then. Somebody's chin on that one, so I can make up a half a lap there. Uh, hey, I'm uh, I'm two for two in a figure eight race. I did the chain car figure eight races, so I don't know. I might be pretty racy in there. Uh, any any chance that you might do a regular figure eight, Kyle? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, I think it'd be a blast. My brother, I think my brother race could 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 be a great figure eight race car driver. That, he drives sideways more. He drives straight, and I love watching those guys come off that corner. Maybe you oh. should try dirt. 
dirt racing. Oh, we want him to. I think that's the plan with uh, Wild Man Arnold Kirsch next year. So we'll see. It could be in the works, but. This guy likes to take you, the asphalt guys, and convert them to dirt guys. I, I had some in-depth conversations, uh, I think just yesterday, with Arnold. Oh, yes. Uh, he's excited. We, we did uh, one dirt race this last year with a car that I built, and uh, my uncle put it in the wall. And he came off the track, and he said, well, uh, racing, you know, asphalt's for racing, dirt's for potatoes, so... I thought asphalt was for getting there and dirt's for racing, yeah. but uh, then, I've a, heard that one too. then us yeah. dirt guys uh, go and try and race on asphalt, and this guy crashes into a tree. <laughs> Not me. I was I was glad the tree stopped me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep bringing that up, you know, yeah, every I, show now. It's been every week we've been doing that, but uh, um, uh, Bobby, you already uh, talked about uh, people that helped you out. Uh, let's give everybody else a chance. Uh, Dennis, uh, any sponsors or anybody you want to thank for helping you out this year? Yeah, uh, we got a couple people that helped us out. World Truck and Trailer, um, Diamondback Building, we got Mark's Toy Box, uh, Affordable Trans, uh, Photos by Qoth, uh, Elite Property and Construction, Rebel Racing, Graphic Cups and Tees. And uh, everyone that came down to the track, especially my dad, we got a couple people that come down there and help us every week. And everyone pretty much had a hand on the car and was doing something. So. All right. Craig? Uh, yeah, we have uh, sponsor-wise Apollo Broach Tool and Die. It's uh, Kenny Augren and Sherry Augren, former racers. They've been with us almost 10 years now. Uh, so they've been a big part of our program. Uh, Carl's Furniture has been with us for two or three years along with uh, Budget Tire. And then as far as work on the car, me and my dad Monday through Friday do all the work on it. And then uh, Jimmy Clark and then my son come down in the pits and uh, help us out on Saturday nights. And uh, about it. I did want to say, uh, while I got the, the mic here, give a shout out to my mom who's watching in Texas. I told her I'd say hi to her. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Howdy, y'all. Wait, no, that's that. Is that Texas or is that Kentucky? I don't know. Well, she's, she just moved to Texas. So oh, okay. The accent yet. But, uh, Kyle, what about you? Any uh, any sponsors? Anyone you want to thank for helping you out this uh, year? Yeah, uh, Kensler Racing um, helped us out, gave us some money for some tires. That was really great. Uh, cousin. Um, also helped us out. Um, and then my brother, his company, JNR transport, uh, paid for racing fuel a lot of times this year. Uh, but ultimately I just got to thank my dad and, uh, my brother and my uncle Chris, um, for, you know, doing a lot. I live two hours from home, two hours from the, the race car. So I would come home, uh, Thursday before a race and, you know, do all the work, do all the setup stuff. But, you know, they did, you know, a lot, a lot more work than I was able to do. Uh, so huge thanks to those guys for making sure that the car got on the track and, um, you know, dad probably being the biggest, you know, sponsor we have. So that's for sure. Cool. Bobby, any, anybody you forgot earlier? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, Enviro Metals, they're, they're a big sponsor of mine. Um, and like I say, Pelkey Racing, uh, Motor City Solutions, they, they, they give me a little help every once in a while. And um, I think that's about it. Very good. And uh, and Ron was saying something about uh, your bowling against uh, Dennis. Yeah, team yeah, yeah. Coming up here. Yep. Next two. Yeah. Next next Tuesday. Who's uh, going to win that? The, the entire Rebel Racing clan there. Uh, Dennis, Dennis mm-hmm. Senior, Jeremy. Um, they're in deep shit Saturday or oh. next Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, wow. I gotta say, I gotta say thank you too to all the sponsors of each series at Flat Rock. I know the Vault, 
sponsors the factory stock and the Enduros, and, and they do an excellent job uh, for us. And I believe it's DTS for the street stocks. Um, I mean, they, they're, they're, those sponsors are huge for our, for our track. I don't know who does the figure eights, though. You know, Dennis? Uh, Victory Lane Quick Oil Change, I believe it is. There you go. Sounds familiar. Cool. Well, we appreciate uh, everybody uh, for coming on tonight, and uh, we wish you best of luck uh, next season. All right. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to see you guys all back here next year about the same time. Okay. We did our best. Thank you. Sounds good. I know how to work the computer now. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis, I'll see you Tuesday. Yes, sir. All right. We'll we'll see you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. There you go. Our. uh, 2021 Flat Rock Speedway champions, and uh, we still have Eric Lee, the uh, outlaw late model champion that uh, we actually spoke to last night because he couldn't make it tonight. We'll be uh, playing that back here in just a little bit. So hang tight for that. Um, Got a little bit of a racing roundup from uh, last weekend, and before we get to that, I want to mention that uh, a little teaser we're, we're allowed to tease something. The, yeah. the guys, Chris Mize and uh, I don't know if you caught uh, Chris Mize and Doug Doc with their uh, salute to the, the veterans earlier in the show. No, I missed it. Uh, we have to, you have to go back and watch after, after the show's I over. I absolutely will. <laughs> but this they have. more mustache. This is not good. Yeah. 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 Something I'm going to have to. Yeah. Okay. I guess they finally got Kevin's blessing to do. To what do, they've what been they're wanting doing? to do for a while. Oh, I didn't realize that was part of the deal. I just yeah, know what's yeah, happening. Yeah. It, it, it was a bit of a hard sell. I, I understand. And uh, keep uh, keep your weekends open in early April. And uh, yeah, something cool is going to be happening there. Something expanding upon what happened a few weeks ago uh, with the uh, the cavalcade, the rescheduled cavalcade with the uh, Fremont dirt trucks and the Oakshade bombers. Uh, they may or may not be coming back, and there may or may not be some other stuff two, happening. Two or three non-typical asphalt disciplines have been discussed, but not oh. etched in stone. Oh, is, is, but, is, is that a tease enough? I guess. I guess so. I really want to. Come on, Chris. I want to want to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Dirty Thirty from uh, we were uh, going to do a couple years ago. That would be fun. I, okay. I, I, wish, I wish they'd think That's about, your hint. I wish they'd think that's, about that's, that. That's all. I'm, that's it. Okay. Now moving on. Uh, Jerry, you got the racing roundup from last weekend. Did you get my prep? Oh. Uh, no? Yes. yes. Uh, oh. Speedway is in action. <laughs> Dylan Napier picking up the inaugural Renegades Nationals in the $1,500 to win victory. Yeah, that's, that's your racing roundup. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. That one, and that wraps up the season for uh, – Pretty much all the tracks around here. Yeah, yeah. And all our local stuff, yeah. Jerry's used to a little more airtime than that. <laughs> well, we can. you can do the uh, the other, uh, the, the two other things from uh, the World Finals. We'll, we'll, okay, yeah. We, we'll, we'll do we get, do it now or you want to wait? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Let's uh, let's do that right now. Right now. World of Outlaws, NASA Energy Drink, Sprint Cars were in action Friday at the Dirt Track of Charlotte. Uh, Brett Marks, I'm sorry, Friday night, David Gravel picked up the win. Uh, it was his 69th career Word of Outlaws win. Brett Marks won Saturday at the World Finals. Brad Sweet wrapped up his third consecutive Word of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Championship. Next up for the World Outlaws Sprint Cars, the season opener of Volusia Speedway Park, the Dirt Car Nationals, February 10th through the 12th. In World of Outlaws, Morton Buildings Late Models, it was Jonathan Davenport picking up Friday's victory at the dirt track at Charlotte. 
Davenport also picked up Saturday's win as well. Brandon Shepard won his third straight championship and his fourth overall in the World of Outlaws and Morton Buildings Late Models. They'll start off the season at Volusia Speedway Park in the Sunshine, Sunshine Nationals, January 20th through 22nd. Uh, NASCAR was Chandler Smith picking up the win. Uh, ben Rhodes was crowned champion. Daniel Hemrick won at Phoenix in the Xfinity Series and was also crowned champion. And that kid we've talked about once or twice before on the show, uh, Larson. Yeah, Kyle Larson picked up the victory and was crowned the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. I read something just before. that'll do it for this week's racing roundup. Read something about him just before we came on where he's got an offer for a Formula One deal at Dubai. Yes, sir. That would be amazing. IndyCar, I think, is all that's left, right? Is there anything else? Trans Am, maybe? I don't well, know. Just any... depends. He, once, once he wins a couple of those, wherever, <laughs> I'm ready to see all the detractors hush their mouth. The only, oh. the only detraction I will ever say about Kyle Larson, I don't care what anybody says, I don't care who they are, he did not sweep the four crown. Okay. He won three. Okay. There's only one man to sweep the foreground. That's, that's Jack. Jack Hewitt. Yeah, that's your buddy. Oh. Okay. Uh, before we get to our uh, racing news and how many coming up here in a little bit, um, uh, make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs. Action shots, victory lane, they have them all. Uh, they also do f- special photo shoots. You want to do a shoot in the snow? You want to do a shoot at Sandusky Speedway on New Year's Day? I don't know if he'll do it, but uh, you can call up Charlie. He might. Might be there, 419-476-9978. And if uh, you want a cool uh, custom gift to uh, give to the racer or race fan in your family, uh, they do custom calendars, uh, can koozies. They get all kinds of custom. Um, I ordered my calendar this week, finally. I got to get on that. Yep, I finally got old Charlie got our stuff. So also got to thank Dipman Motorsports for performance parts, custom bodies, fabrication, racing fuels, Hoosier tires. He still has them. I just got some from him really? before he run out. Yeah. Uh, he's got much, much more. 419-283-8580. Uh, tell him the Hammer Down Racing Report sent you when you call him. Once again, that's Craig. 419-283-8580. Uh, current Flat Rock and Toledo Speedway driver Ron Allen and former competitor uh, Billy Simmons were both inducted into the Michigan Motorsports Hall of Fame on uh, Sunday afternoon at the annual award ceremony in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And, and they're do you both, know them? Yeah, I do. They're I both, figured you would. They're both well-deserving. Okay. Have you been inducted into that? No. I think uh, they're missing the mark they, of that. They'll, they'll have to catch up. Uh, we mentioned uh, earlier, uh, Jerry mentioned earlier that uh, our Camping World uh, Truck Series champion, Ben Rhodes, uh, earned that championship on, um, was that Saturday truck race? Yes. yes. At uh, Phoenix, and uh, apparently he uh, got a little uh, uh, inebriated, I guess, uh, before the post-race press conference. And uh, here's a little uh, clip of uh, his. Actually, this is the beginning of it, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, entertaining to say the least. Yeah, I'm I'm more zen now, thanks to my good friend Bud. Um, let me say something here. Libations are good. Championships awesome. And this is going to be the weirdest press conference ever. You know what? Here's what I got to say. 
What was the question? So, okay, wait a minute. I know what the question was. It was, how did I get to... Okay, so here's how this happened. My crew chief gave me this uh, adjustment with some colder, with some lower air pressures because I said, hey, this isn't going to happen. I can't win the race the way this is. They're beating me on the restarts. He pumped me up, didn't work out the second stage, took me back down. So I watched Zane Smith and all these people drive away from me. I'm freaking out on the inside because we had radio issues and I couldn't talk to them. So I'm like really angry. I was pissed, pissed. And let me say something. Right, I got the mic, so I can say it anyways. So <laughs> I was pissed. And here's how this went down. I said, Zane Smith, this is checkers or wreckers. I'm going to blow the motor trying to catch you. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. And I made it up to him because he had some lap traffic. And then everybody, I thought I was, I thought I didn't have any tire left because I was um, sideways after every corner. And then, wow, the mic got out loud real fast. I was sideways after every corner, and you know what? I had some tire left. Those other people started slowing down. I said, wow, this is crazy. So uh, I passed him. Sheldon Creed tried to get all, you know, funky with me. And I said, ain't happening, Mamma Jamma. Bye-bye. Went around the outside in the resin, and I said, Goodbye. And then I was thought I thought I could maybe catch a 52 if we had more laps, but I wasn't worried about it. Third place is cool with me because I had the championship. And uh, wow, I talked really fast there. And I said, you know what? Championship's cool. <laughs> Hope I answered that question. I'm I'm pretty zen. Thanks, my good friend Bud. Thoughts yeah. and prayers to our transcriptionist for this. Yes. One. We'll go to Bob. My wife Thanks. looks really embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? We're champions. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> there you have it. Your uh, 2021 uh, Craftsman, uh, or I'm sorry, Camping World uh, Truck Series champion. And bravo to him. Yeah. He earned Get it. the politics of it. Have fun and celebrate that championship. <laughs> I-96 in uh, Lake Odessa, Michigan, announced that they will run uh, UMP late models every week. They're paying 2000 to win and 300 to start for that. IMCA modifies. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, I remember riding with uh, Kenny Schrader. He was going to be running um, Lima Land. Uh, it was a Friday night, and he's like, anywhere else uh, run modifieds? Because he had his modified. I was like, I think I-96 does. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're IMCA. I'm like, oh, well. Scott, um, looking at the uh, at the comments, Arnold Kirsch, one of our regular racers, and uh, he was uh, he was mentioned a little bit uh, with our champions. Uh, according to what Arnold had to say, uh, Hoosier Tire said in the Michigan MSPA uh, meeting, uh, that the tire shortage will continue into 2022. Uh, they've hired about 100 employees, uh, but only about four stayed. Wow. And now uh, there's something going on in Australia. Was it you that I saw that shared that? Where yes, I saw sir. This? Where the, was it Dirt X Tires? Dirt, Dirt or X Tires. It, uh, it's a very Hoosier-like looking tire, uh, that they have introduced in Australia, um, and I understand there's some plans to market them here in the States. Uh, Dirt X Industries is on the side of the tire, uh, and they've got late model tires, um, something similar to our street stocks. Um, 
They, they've got sprint car front tires right now, and they are about to introduce uh, sprint car right rears. It's Dirt, D-I-R-T-X Industries. If, uh, and their website's dirtxind.com. Yep, dot com. And, uh, so are, do you, are we going to see those here in the States, uh, do you think? Or what's... Uh, and do you think sanctioning bodies would uh, allow for them? Because I know they're very protective about which well, tires are, are allowed to be run. Dirt Car UMP right now has an agreement with Hoosier Tire. Mm-hmm. But my point with what Arnold Kirsch had to say is that the tire shortage is going to continue into 2022. Hoosier Tire is having employee problems, and I understand that there are some material problems too. If they can't supply tires... Who will? Oh, wait, there's this Chinese company. Well, then there's that. It's Chinese. I mean, there is, what's the quality? Oh, exactly. Uh, I just, I'm not saying any, everything from China is bad, but, you know. A lot of triple China. X chassis. I mean, that, that was the, the that's whole something that, scare they, with them when they came in. Yeah, and they turned out to be awesome. I mean, a lot they, of guys. They were, were a joke, and there's a lot of front-running sprint car guys that are using triple X chassis. Yep. Um. So let let me ask you straight out. Because they're competitive, and from a financial standpoint, it makes sense. Let me ask you straight out, Ron. Are we going to see these tires in the U.S. next year? What's your prediction? I I have not gotten a reply back. I I reached out to one of my friends (laughs) over there. Um, He's he's marketing them in Australia. I don't don't know how the whole thing's going to shake out. Um, If if the tire shortage is real, and if they can get them into the country on a container, yeah, I think we'll see them. Now, do you think they'll be priced uh, competitively with uh, with Hoosier? They're going to uh, cost more because of the expense. Uh, again, Jerry Jerry talked about triple X chassis. They are certainly the best priced sprint car chassis out there. I have to believe that the Dirt X tires would be the best priced race car tires. Um, they, do they make are, any are, asphalt are, tires, do you know? Or is it just I, dirt? I don't, I, with a name like Dirt X. Well, you know. I, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe they'll have uh, ass X tires. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> our, our friend Warren Bishop. Uh, Warren has raced at Oakshade, uh, was around with some of the summer nationals. Uh, he's done some testing on uh, the west coast and straight out of the box he put them on his car and he said they were about a half a second slower but he played around with them a little bit and from what i understand they were right in the ballpark all right well we'll something to keep an eye on i i don't know if they would be half price uh i do know that hoosier has said that there will be some significant price increases come the first of the year Scott, I wouldn't be surprised to see late model tires over two hundred bucks. Wow, maybe significantly over two hundred bucks by spring. Speaking of uh, our uh, Sandusky Speedway tease about that event next year, Chris Mize uh, put this out there. So, so I guess that's out of the box. It is a UMP sanctioned uh, special race. Really? That's he, oh I'm yeah just, yeah. So UMP has scheduled a, a sanctioned race at the very beginning of next season. 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder what it could be. Uh, Brandon Overton. Uh, did you guys hear about this? He uh, made his uh, sprint car debut this past weekend. How'd that go? Uh, not real well, apparently. Okay. Uh, apparently, as the, well as can be expected. Yeah, the deal developed over a, a few beers Wednesday night uh, at the track uh, campgrounds. Uh, Overton uh, finished dead last in the C main. Um, nearly uh, backed. Uh, uh, Jason Side's uh, spare machine into the turn one fence. Uh, he really wanted to go somewhere and get some practice, but uh, I guess Jason Sides told him he was going to race it Friday night, and uh, apparently that's what happened. Uh, so I guess proving that he is Brandon Overton, not yeah, late model driver, is not a, Kyle Larson. Can't just jump into a, a sprint car, apparently. Yes, he, he's open to uh, continuing to uh, dabble in uh, yeah. uh, perhaps growing in the sprint car world. Well, remember, Kyle Larson didn't just jump in the late model and win. He went and practiced. There was video of him practicing that earlier that week. Yeah. What did so he maybe do? If we what, what, did, what did he do against? What did he do against all the late model regulars? His very first race. He didn't win. But he finished second. Yes, he did. <laughs> Second's the first loser. Yeah, yeah somebody... you tell Kyle Larson he's a loser. <laughs> uh, GL, GLSS, the Great Lakes uh, Super Sprints, is following the lead of the American Sprint Car Series and will allow aluminum block motors next season. Uh, those choosing to run aluminum block motors must add 50 pounds ballast. That's uh, a lot of weight on a sprint car. I, th- I think that... Uh, but that's, that is the weight difference between a steel block and an aluminum block. Oh, speaking of a uh, late model guy in a sprint car, Devin uh, Moran, a few, what was it, about a month ago now, uh, tested. He wasn't in an actual race, though. I mean, Devin was actually in a practice yeah. session. He didn't He didn't get thrown to the wolves. <laughs> yeah. He got to practice a little bit. And... Yeah. Let, let me guess, was it at Muskingum County Speedway? Uh, I do believe so, yes. Uh, NASCAR announced on Tuesday that the first ever Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum in L.A. will be a two-day event that consists of practice heat races and a last-chance qualifier setting the stage for a 150-lap main event. On, uh, I'm kind of February excited 6th. about this. I am, but they kind of, I have like a whole paragraph. I'm not going to read it all, but this, this whole paragraph here is the format of what, uh, how yeah. it's going to go. Because um, well, they have to explain na- to yeah. people who don't know anything about heat races and transferring and doing yeah, you, you got to explain it to asphalt people. Very NASCAR-ish. Very uh, very short track kind of deal. 40 entrants, 23 will make the uh, final show. Uh, they're going to do qualifying. They're going to have heat la- or heat races. They're going to have, uh, yeah, I, I saw that. Ooh. Hmm. Chris, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing New Year's Day, Jerry? Uh, I guess I'm going to Sandusky. <laughs> I'm busy beating this guy. I'm going to try and beat you. Yeah, All right. that's fine. That's plan. I'll stay warm up in the tower. You guys can go up there and freeze your ass off. I'm good with that. Uh, you can uh, if you can search for the. We're not going to go through the whole paragraph here and all the deal. It's kind of like a, a Saturday night track where you transfer in through heat races, your last chance races, and uh, that 150 main. Events will happen at 8 p.m. on FS1 on February 6th. So something to look forward to or not. It uh, could be a total uh, disaster. You don't know. It's a 
brand new purpose built track just for this and in, in a football yeah, stadium. I mean, it, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, it, it's I, cool. I, like, I like watching Bowman Gray. I, you yeah, know, yeah. when I do watch every now and then, I'll catch a race from there. I'm just wondering, so, it, you know, have you have you seen anything or heard anything about what the track layout is? It going to be exactly like Bowman Gray, where there's like virtually no banking at all? I see. I that I don't know. I thought it was going to have supposed to have a little bit. Yeah, so that might make it a little bit different then. But uh, yeah, I think they've got to have enough that if it rains, it runs to the bottom. If it rains, think, they yeah. still race. Or the Fremont trucks and uh, the bombers will there show you, up and we'll go. <laughs> replace the, the Bush Clash. Uh, World of Outlaw Late Models announced their uh, 2022 race uh, schedule. Uh, starting from January to November, 16 states, 12 new tracks. Atomic is uh, back on the schedule for the first time since uh, 2018. That'll be uh, the weekend of April 22nd and 23rd. Sharon Speedway also on there, August 20th. Um, and finally, the last uh, bit of news I have is, uh, again, there's rumblings of Dodge coming back to NASCAR. I think Ooh. it's NASCAR kind of uh, making these rumblings and trying to entice Dodge to come back. It would be cool to see Dodge come back. but uh, Or Honda. I I'd, I'd like to see Honda get involved too, especially now that I'm working at a Honda dealership. But <laughs> I just I right now with the state of new cars and lack of availability, I just don't think manufacturers have the money to, to make any kind of big jumps like that right now. And if they do, get more power to them. All right. Um, should we uh, do our uh, Eric Lee? interview here before we get to how many and a chance to win a big d's pizza or should we do the big d's pizza how many so i got one more little piece of news here go ahead quick the dayton auto race fans banquet of champions uh is being uh, held this year at a new facility has been held down at celebrations for the last several years now it's going to be at the duke lungard building at the miami county fairgrounds on the first saturday in december saturday december 4th chance to celebrate Champions from tracks all over and a few other special uh, awards. And that will all happen again on December 4th. Uh, tickets are available. Uh, they need you to RSVP no later than November 19th. So if you head over to, I believe it's Darf, uh, darfnews.com or look up Dayton Auto Race fans on uh, Facebook. They can get you all set up. All right. We're going to check out the uh, our Eric Lee interview first because uh, we're going to have to spin the Big D's pizza wheel. Because... Oh, excuse me, uh, Dean threw in that extra pizza for those that choose the champion. And who knew? A few people chose Kyle Larson as the uh, champion. So we're going to have to spin the Big D's pizza wheel for that. Um, so i got to put those names in the pizza wheel. So in the meantime, uh, here's Eric Lee, your outlaw super late model champion at uh, Flat Rock Speedway, his fifth championship and we had a little bit of uh, audio issues uh, when we were recording this last night but uh it's starting off uh talking about that fifth uh, championship number five is uh it's a, a good accomplishment you know i didn't race flat rock in quite a few years so getting uh didn't really know if i was ever going to get that fifth but uh it feels good to get it what, what have you been up to then uh we've been doing um a little bit more around we have um we have a couple of Jags cars that race in the last couple of years. And uh, so traveling around a um, little, a few other tracks and a uh, series around a little bit. And um, we were running, some, running the uh, Super Outlaw at um, some of the other Gawasso, uh, Bearfield, um, traveling around a little bit the last few years. 
Eric, some of our listeners not be familiar with the JAG series. Uh, fill them in a little bit about what. Yeah, the um, the JAG, JAG series um, is a CRA series. It's a template body car. Uh, um, it's a, a spec motor, which is a motor, a sealed motor. So everyone has um, pretty much the same horsepower out there. We're limited um, to how much we can turn. There's a um, limit on the RPM and the motor. So uh, really, really close racing. Um, I think these motors, they make like 400, just over 400 horse. You know, So it's not a ton of horsepower, but um, it's really competitive series, and it keeps, uh, keeps the racing really close and tight. That would be the 604 crate motor? Yep, 604 crate motors. Steel block, Correct. aluminum heads. Yep. Yeah, still got a uh, four-barrel carburetor. Um, you know, most of the tracks you run, it's still pl- plenty of power. But, um, you know, they just don't have the top end or the pole like the um, like the super motors or the or the outlaw motors. Did you have any uh, success in that series? Yeah. Yeah, we won. Uh, we, we did win. Uh, we won a race at Auto City. Um, and then we had uh, ran pretty competitive pretty much everywhere we went. It was... Um, you know, it, it was fun. It's um, to me, it was just a little bit too much work. It seems like the the um, the CRA races. I don't know what it is, but it seems like you're busy like all day long. Either going to tech, coming out of tech, and and then you race. And um, you know, with the Jag series, it just seemed like I don't know if it's because it's a it's a younger group or more rookies, but um, a lot of cautions, a lot of four race cars, and. You know, it just wasn't, uh, had some success, but also had a lot of, uh, a lot of headache with it also. Now, is Terry Cook at all involved with that program? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. I haven't, uh, I, I haven't heard it, heard that name in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Terry work. I know Terry works, uh, works with them. Just, just wondering. Yeah. So did I, you... I remember, uh, my dad racing with them at Flat Rock. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm, I feel old now. Uh, speak- Tower 98 car. Yeah, yeah, it's the I remember the <laughs> Black 98. Yeah, well, yeah. I I raced with Terry's dad, so we really oh, go yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. With the with the uh the CRA series. Well, tell us uh tell us about the car that you race at Flat Rock. Yeah, our uh our outlaw car that we race at Flat Rock, it's a um the Seneca chassis. You know, pretty much everyone these days are running uh Seneca chassis. Um got a uh pretty much you know you can run anything you want for um for a motor so it's a 360 cubic inch uh motor and um you don't really need a ton of power at flat rock you like to turn a lot of rpm just to kind of keep the keep the torque a little bit flatter but uh, you don't need a ton of power so we actually run a restrictor plate there to kind of kill some of the some of the power i I, but, rem- uh, I remember back in the day royce Cornette and even harold cook running six cylinder engines yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there's one guy, uh, Craig, uh, average. He's still, he, when he comes, he's got a six cylinder. He runs really good with it. So yeah, you get the, um, less power and better, you know, it's lighter weight. So, um, six, six cylinder is really a, a pretty good advantage at that trick. So what, what brought you back to flat rock after, uh, running with the JEG series? You know, it's just, uh, we decided we kind of wanted to stick closer to home, um, race more, you know, at a local track, just try to have some fun. And, uh, you know, you know, we really didn't have too high of expectations this year. Started off and, you know, we went in with it. We were, uh, you know, just going to kind of see how we, how we did. And, you know, the, 
beginning of the season turned out pretty good. We had some good runs and the car was fast and it's really competitive. And, um, you know, so we just stuck with it. You know, things were going our way. We we're having good finishes and, uh, and having fun at it. So, uh, turned out to be a good season for us. And that's the, you mentioned your, uh, your father, Steve. Um, and like I said, I remember watching him race all the time and absolutely kicking some butt. Um, how much, uh, I mean, how much, how instrumental was he in, in getting you into, uh, into being, you know, a champion, five-time champion at, at Flat Rock? Yeah, he, um, no, he, you know, he taught me a ton over the years and really, you know, without, you know, his dedication and, and what he does for, for us in our racing program, you know, it, it wouldn't be possible. He, uh, he puts his heart and soul into it and, um, you know, without him is none of this would really be possible, but he's been a, um, a good mentor for me and, uh, you know, always gives me good advice. He, he works hard and, um, you know, he makes sure that we're, we're prepared every week and we got, you know, everything we need to go racing. Do so, you always listen to, uh, the advice your dad gives you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had, I think when now that the, the older I'm getting, the more, uh, the more I listen, you know, when, uh, when I was younger, we used to go back and forth, you know, arguing about setups or, or this or that. But, um, I think the older I'm getting, the wiser I'm getting. And, you know, he was, he was, uh, I think he was right. In most, right. Most of those situations now looking back at it. So, so what, uh, were there any, uh, real memorable moments, uh, of this past season that stick out in your head? Um, well, we did get one win. That was nice. You know, to get, get into victory lane. It's, it's so tough at, um, at flat rock, you know, the competition is, is really, really tough. There's, Absolutely. you know, six or seven, eight cars. I think, I don't even, I think they had eight or eight or nine different winners or something this year. But, um, you know, getting that win this year was nice getting back in victory lane. Um, you know, it's just, it's a, it's tough to, tough to win or wet race these days. You got to have, you know, luck, a fast car and, and, uh, you know, things just to happen right, you know, during the race and get you in the right position. So, That's yeah, that good, was probably good starting positions help too. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's definitely a, a lot of where, you know, where you start, there's not, not many people that can drive through the field, you know, in a 50 lap race these days, you know, it's possible, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty tough these days. So what are the plans, uh, for, for next year? Um, we're, we're probably going to, uh, continue racing flat rock. Um, we haven't really set our schedule in stone yet. Um, we got a few, few options, but, um, I'd like to, like to go back to flat rock and, um, hopefully compete for another championship. Any, uh, any of the JEG CRA uh, races? Yeah, we were, uh, you know, we'll definitely bring it back out for, um, the flat rock race there. And, um, Possibly if the schedule lines up good. I know um, Birch Run's going to have a few races uh, with the Jags cars ne- next year. So uh, that's a nice track. I always enjoy going to Birch Run. And then um, we'll have to see if there's any other any tracks uh, not too far that we could hit that don't interfere with the Flat Rock schedule. Okay. Uh, one last question for you here, uh, all our track champions. And this is uh, for you and all the uh, flat rock cha- track champions uh if we pit no how many are there you got uh as we put you all together on equally prepared tricycles one lap around flat rock who's going to win that race <laughs> i don't probably uh probably definitely not me 
I'm too old and slow for that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I would say uh, whoever, probably Kyle, whoever's got the youngest leg is going to win that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I got a question for Ron that, oh uh, that pertains to you. Ron's got a, a outlaw dirt late model with a big, huge sideboard on it. Do you think you could beat uh, his outlaw late model on, on asphalt? As long as I got to keep the board, sure. What, what do you think about that? Eric. Yeah, it, that would be a, it'd probably be a pretty good race. Those boards. Are I love, fun. I'd like to, those boards are, I'd fun. like to put a yeah board on my uh, outlaw car sometime and take it for a ride. So what happens if he had a board on his car too? Would, would you're not so uh, sure now? Well, huh? I don't know now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, any uh, sponsors you want to thank that helped you out this season? And uh, we're always looking for new sponsors. If anyone would like to, uh, to join us next year, we're uh, always looking for partners, but, um, Especially Lee Motorsports, uh, buy, sell, and trade our car business, and um, Action Drywall is uh, our two main sponsors and supporters. All right. Well, good luck uh, next season, and thanks for the uh, time. Okay. Thank you. Good luck, Eric. I appreciate There you go. Eric Lee, uh, we had some uh, audio issues on that. A little bit of, I don't know if the file got corrupted or what, but there was a lot of stuttering and... Uh, it was weird. It's very strange, but uh, appreciate uh, the fun of digital audio. Yeah, appreciate the time that uh, Eric uh, gave us there, and uh, good luck to him. And and thanks to uh, the rest of our Flat Rock champions uh, for joining us tonight. It seems like uh, I think we forgot to tell them that after they've been on the show, they're expected to win their next race. Yeah, they're probably not going to remember that though, because it's going to be a while. Unless any of them show up for the Hangover. Yeah. Then you guys are both in trouble. Yeah, that's true. Well, we would be on the last show, though. Oh, this yeah, okay. Fair uh-huh. enough. So last week's how many uh, was how many laps will the NASCAR Cup champion lead at Phoenix on Sunday? And then Dean threw in the bonus of you pick the winner, uh, you get a pizza for that, too. So there was only four to choose from, so it wasn't too hard. And uh, the correct number of laps led was 107, which... Uh, was done by Kyle Larson, and uh, you weren't with us last week, so you didn't get to you didn't get a vote. Sorry, Jerry, uh, but I I ended up beating Ron here. I chose two hundred and six, so I was close as Ron picked higher. So Ron picked lower. Ron picked higher. Ron picked zero. Ron did not pick zero. Oh no, you did pick zero. You're right. You did. You're right. And I was closer because two hundred six. Why would you question me? You're right I, because usually Lord it's the other way. Scott. I'm, I put that together Monday. I don't didn't remember. Yeah, but you're right. You, you guys, guys are like a cold married couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we've been doing this a long time. Our online two hundred and five times, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Our online uh, championship uh, winners. Uh, well, actually, we'll do the laps first. Andy Williams. He got himself a big D's pizza. He picked eighty nine laps. He was closest out of uh, all the guesses. Congratulations, Andy. So get with uh, Dean uh, Henry at uh, Big D's Pizza. He'll get you hooked up, or uh, get with me, and we'll get you hooked up with Dean. And uh, we had a uh, a few people guess Kyle Larson. Not as many as actually I thought would pick Kyle Larson as really? the champion. So uh, we got to spin the uh, Big D's Pizza wheel to determine who will get that uh, Big D's Pizza. So let's uh, bring the uh, wheel of names up here. Bring that there. So that, that, that's, that's lovely, Jerry. 
<laughs> so there you go. There's your names. Brian Hammer, Gretchen Knapp, Chad uh, Cutsley, John Young, and Brian Nelson. Brian. Brian Nelson. I know, but it's Brian Nelson Brian on Facebook, yeah. so that's why I stuck with that. He stutters, right? <laughs> Actually, he doesn't. Ah, okay. Um, so here we go. We're spinning the wheel. This is uh, These guys all pick Kyle Larson, and uh, one of them's going to get a uh, Big D's pizza as well. And, oh, come on. Well, I spelled, it's rigged! <laughs> somehow uh, another guy with uh, the last name Hammer. What a coincidence. Uh, yeah. No relation. Yeah, so there you go. There's uh, this week or last week's winners. This week's how many? This one's going to be more complicated. Uh, how many total guesses will we have for this week's how many? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a paradox. Um, and I'm going to leave this open <laughs> for, for you to guess until Wednesday at midnight. So you may not want to guess right away. Or maybe you, you do. And uh, we will, uh, you, you can guess and you can change your guess. You can go and edit the comment. But if you edit it after midnight, you will get black flagged. <laughs> nice number, Dean. So, yeah, Dean likes, uh, wow, you guys are very optimistic. <laughs> so, uh, there I you go. I was going to say 12, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I got to choose first. So, maybe I'll choose. I'm going to go with. Well, I don't have a clue. So, uh, we got one, two, three already. Um, I'm going to go with unlucky 13. Jerry? You're going with 12? Are you sticking with 12, Ron? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jerry. What did you say again? I said, tw- I said 13. He's got 12. Oh, well, 14. Oh, that's <laughs> a no-brainer. Wow. Put Ron in the box there. Put Jerry in the box. Oh. Uh, Wait, no, oh, I'm in the Scott. box. Yeah. Wait, You're wait, in I'm the, the box. one in the box. You. Well, that sucked. <laughs> so if uh, you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments. Again, you have until midnight on Wednesday. The uh, What's today's the 11th? I don't know what uh, next Wednesday is. It would be uh, 7 plus 18, the 18th. 17th? 17th. Wednesday. Yeah, 17th would be Wednesday. You're right. November 17th, so if you're listening to us uh, on iHeartRadio or uh, Spotify or uh, Stitcher or whatever podcasting platform, uh, you're not listening to us live, you can still get in on this. Just find our Facebook Live or YouTube uh, video from the show on Thursday night, and you can put your guests in the comments. And again, if you've already guessed... What would would prevent somebody from picking a high number and then getting all their friends... They could do that. And stack the deck. This is yeah, it's uh, it's paradoxical. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Everybody go to the Hammerdown support and vote. At, at least seven more of you. And, and, of you. and while you're there, make sure you go to Toledo City Paper and vote for us. Best of Toledo, and you don't have to live in Toledo. You can live Anywhere. Australia. Yeah, we again we have a lot of a lot of friends, a lot of listeners in Australia. They just listen to us on Friday morning. They listen early, vote often. They listen to us upside down, and the water flows the other way in the toilet. (sighs) Only half of that is true. (laughs) Is it? Is it really? Yes. Uh, This weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. We're done for the year. No more races until New Year's Day. 
At least around here. Don't, Don't forget, forget we know of. Montpelier Points Awards this Saturday at Montpelier, Indiana at the Montpelier Community Center. If you don't come for the banquet and the food, come after 7.30. It's only going to be $5 at the door after that. We're going to be playing cards, joking around. We're going to spend some time with drivers and just have a good time after that. If you want to be in on the dinner, come by. Uh, we open the doors at 5.30. I believe Larry's got it set at $25 a head. Get you a buffet dinner while they last and uh, hang out with us again and celebrate the champs at the Montpelier Motor Speedway. And if you want, good luck to Oakshade regular Rusty Schlenk, who's out in Las Vegas this weekend. Is it this Ooh. weekend, or I thought it was last weekend? I think it's this week. Okay. But he left last weekend. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, that's what I saw there. Hammer down uh, hotline. We don't have any calls uh, this week if you want to call. I also I, I learned you can actually text that as well. Really? I'm not sure what happens if you do, but it, I oh. saw a blank for texting. So if you want to text us or uh, leave us a message uh, that we'll play back on the show the following week, it has to be somewhat racing-related. 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Like I said, you can text it if you want. Anytime. You're not going to wake anybody up. Call it. Whatever. So there you go. No calls or texts this week, though. Next week on the show, we're going to feature the Oakshade Raceway champions. We'll have uh, Devin Shields back because he was the Attica champion. I'm not sure if he knows that yet, but uh, oh. he's, he's going to be back. <laughs> Uh, Rusty Smith, Gabe Mueller, and Eric Carr uh, will be joining us. So not quite as crowded as it uh, was for our Flat Rock guys tonight, but we'll, still. We'll see if we can get uh, at least Rusty Smith uh, in the studio. Ooh, you think we can do that? I think we can. We've awesome. got room. We do. we got two mics. you got right room for social there. distance? Yeah, oh, they're yeah. over there. Yeah, they're over on the, over on the other <laughs> side of the table. i got a really long arm. I can put it... <laughs> Crazy. Hey, that doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. I <laughs> wait, don't, I don't understand. Oh wait, no. There, see. <laughs> it's time to go. Oh, yeah. Thanks to our associate producer Dave Kemmer, field correspondents Matt Swanner, John Young, and Doug Dock. Um, also, make sure to uh, support all of our sponsors. Yeah, we'll, we'll mention and, that again. And, and thank you, Jerry. <laughs> you you missed our intro. I did. No, I just wanted to say happy Veterans Day, everybody, as well. So. And thank you, Jerry. Yes, thank My you. My pleasure. I mean, yeah. I'm sure no, we... No, Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks to all the veterans out there. Uh, thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dittman Motorsports. We didn't do your, your commercial. Uh, you got anything going on for uh, Ron Miller Race Cars? You got any Dirt, dirt X tires you're going to be selling? No, no, no. We, we talked about Dirt X tires. That's good enough. I looked them up. Sprint car front tire, which is equivalent to a modified tire goes for $295 Australian. It equals out to right now $215.01 US dollars. Well, that's just one cent too much for me. Yeah, that's those pretty pricey. Are, those Australians pay a lot of money over there. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget yeah. to hit up our website, hammerdownracingreport.com. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next Thursday with our Oakshade Raceway champions. We're out. See y'all next week. Good night, everybody. See ya. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.